You're listening to Have Kids, They Said. It will be fun, they said. So we thought. I'm Daniel Rivenbark, and with me is my co-host and wonderful husband, Jerry. I'm Jerry Rivenbark, and I have so much fun alongside my amazing wife being parents to Gardner, who is three, Kitty Jane, who is two, and Steele, who is seven months. Seven months. Growing so fast. <laughs> I was about to say life as we know it. I was thinking about that when you were... About my other yeah, podcast? Yeah, yeah. That is MIA, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Scott needs to get on it. I'm saying. And he's about to go back to school and be crazy busy. Yeah. I think he's already coaching soccer. Oh, really? Already. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, it makes sense because like football. Yeah. Would have already started at high school and stuff like that. So, yeah. So, yeah. Life as we know it. Closing up shop, apparently. Mm-hmm. No, we'll get we'll get another episode of that. So if you are interested, my brother and I host another podcast called Life As We Know It. We have like 40 some episodes out there over the years. They just become few and far between. They're really good too. I mean, especially like for young people getting out of college and different things. Yeah, I, we try I to give it. some good advice. I enjoyed it and it helps me none. But I mean, I'm saying because like, you know, I'm, I don't know if that's a compliment. No, I mean, like, it's, it's a very enjoyable it's banter. It's not helpful, but it's nice. Not to me. I mean, like I, I'm old. <laughs> So you can always learn. That's fair. That is the point. Is that why you keep seeing me Dave Ramsey, uh, Dave Ramsey uh, <laughs> podcast? That's for another day. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. This week we're talking about mom guilt. Yeah. So there is a group that I'm in on Facebook of all moms where we are allowed to talk freely about our feelings about being moms and our difficulties and our triumphs and all of that. So this is a post that came from another mom. Uh, I won't mention her name because um, she doesn't know I'm talking about this. I didn't ask permission for to use this question, but I really thought her comments were really spot on and certainly worthy of a discussion for us. Mm -hmm. And so here's what she said. She says she works outside the home five days a week and she's trying to get up early every day to work out, wake her kids up, spend some extra time with them, get extra things done. But it seems like she misses her alarm every morning. And she said, I just can't get out of bed until an hour before I have to leave the house. And everyone knows how hard it is to get everyone to eat breakfast, get kids. She has two kids. Get two kids ready and yourself in that amount of time. And she said, tell me I'm not the only one. And of course, on top of that, she feels terrible when she drops them off at daycare uh, because before, even before they get inside and that her heart hurts so much because she feels like she doesn't spend enough time with them. Any advice? That was lengthy. It was lengthy. but I it thought was- it when, when you sent this to me, I actually thought it was you. I'm like, am I supposed to give you a like critique on you being a mom? Yeah. Because yes, we have three kids, but only two go to daycare. So I'm like, is this supposed to be like a referendum on no, like this, us? This other mom was looking for support. And so, of course, I responded. Of course. Of course I did. Because I feel this. I feel this. No, no. That's, I think it's very important feedback. And like knowing you're not alone is, and, and stay, especially in this day of time, like the awareness of not just suicide, just, just that depression. I think it's really important to know you're not alone. Definitely. And so I let her know I too work outside the home. Some mornings feel like it's just a big screaming match. Put on your shoes. Um, you know, I talked about some strategies I use. Like some mornings. That's funny. Every Yeah, every morning. <laughs> put your shoes on. Um, but I told her, you know, I try. I've been so bad lately and I'm paying for it. But I try to go to bed early every night. So that way I can get up early. 
but I've not been doing that because the Netflix and Hulu game has been real here lately. Yeah, Orange is, Orange is the New Black is... I'm saying, yeah. it's keeping me up. And also, Steel Key is still keeping me up at seven yeah. months. So, I told her, working out, forget it. <laughs> no chance. No. Not until everybody's sleeping through the night at a consistent basis. And I, I more or less tried to, you know, reframe the whole thing for her that, you know, you're going to be their mom forever. Mm-hmm. And so you have 52 weekends a year and 18 years of their life where they're going to be under your roof. So, uh, you know, just trying to be present when you have the opportunity and make the most of your weekends. Um, and, but despite all that, and like, I feel this, I miss our kids a mm-hmm. lot. Yes. But I still could not imagine not working outside the home. And I think we over, uh, I, I say we, definitely me i think sometimes i tend to overthink things about that like if i'm spending enough time and then i think about how much my dad worked mm-hmm. i mean and look how much your dad worked and you feel really close to your dad and i mean like i'm really I, i'm closer to my dad now especially since we had kids but like i didn't miss out on that much you know mm-hmm. it was definitely not from working so what do you think about the mom guilt maybe not even giving advice to this mom but like mom guilt or like do you experience dad guilt absolutely um absolutely i told my boss that one morning we had the meeting in front of everyone uh i mean he's the owner of the company one of the co-owners and he was talking about um missing you know sometimes you have to work late you miss some stuff and i was like i'm not missing bedtime like if i can help it i'm not missing bedtime uh, you know, there is it's a, precious moments. Yes, absolutely. And Sometimes you learn so much by just sitting with one of them all quiet. And you just, it's that quiet special time where they open up a lot mm-hmm. of times. So well, you're right. It's the little things, but I just think we tend to overthink like, um, like thinking um, future, the micro, uh, the macro view, like how is this going to, if I don't, if <laughs> one, one day, I mean, like, it's not like if, I, how do it's I explain not catastrophic. Yes, it's not. This is just like dieting. One bad meal is not going to ruin a whole diet, just as one good meal is not going to help you. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of thing. I think we tend to overthink things like, well, if I'm not here, you know, if I'm not here every day at this particular time, you know, will they become a serial killer, alcoholic, or drug addict? I think we just tend to overthink things as a culture more now than ever. Um, and I think we're not that far removed from when. Leave it to Beaver and the Susie Homemaker and the mom, you know, kind of thing. And I think especially in the South, you know, there are people, it, the cost of living where especially where we live isn't as high mm-hmm. as it might be, you know, say in Northeast and different things where sometimes the women can be stay-at-home moms. It sure. is an option. It is not in our family, but it is option in some families. And I think you see that. I think moms see that more here than in other places. So I think the guilt is higher. Do you think that um, in terms of the mom guilt versus dad guilt, do you think that's a pressure that is like the standards are higher for moms versus dads? Well, I've always said mom, kids need their moms. They want their dads. I think it's, it's a pressure. I don't think it's, I think it's almost manufactured pressure. Where there, there is a stigma, but it's more the older generation. Mm-hmm. But I think there is this innate need in every woman somewhere, more so than fathers. We've always been hunter gatherers, you know that kind of nature. Like go out, go out, young man, and do you know tend mm-hmm. the fields or whatever age you wanted to. It wasn't the dad staying at home with the kids. That was that is a part of nature, and the moms 
were the nurturers and then in nature and they're there's exceptions to every rule. There's plenty of moms that aren't good moms and there's plenty of dads that stay home with the kids. It's not that I think, but internally there is a part of you that when you do go off, there is a, a pull at your heartstrings that are maybe different than it would affect a man. Do you think though that society is kind of building up this pressure for moms to work, take care of the kids, do all, do a bunch of housework. And, but when you see a dad like out in target, it's the compliments. It's like, oh, look at him. Look at all that he's doing. Yeah. And uh, on the yeah. reverse, it's just like, up oh, there's her. There's mom with her three kids. Yeah. I mean, it, absolutely. It's just a regular thing. And gosh, like, that's hard. That's hard to live up to. Don't you think? Uh, yeah, I think it's just, uh, you know, most people just expect the moms can get it done. But like when you go out with all three kids, it's adorable. But when I go out with all three kids, it's a regular thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... That yes, that's true, but I think I mean I, I got like Brandon. You know, he deals with two kids like by himself. You know, most most of the time, and he's a champ at it. I think, I, I think yes, there's a social it's a social norm that moms just have it, and dads don't. And but you know, I see the commercials. I've told you this. Mm-hmm. I, I remember telling you, all the commercials, the dad, he's the idiot. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. And here's super mom going to save everybody. And I mean, how many times at church, you know, you don't have three kids, Daniel, you have four because Jerry's a kid. I mean, it's just like society puts the man down in that sense. I feel like that's where, and, but it's also put an, an extra amount of pressure that shouldn't necessarily be there for the mom. Like you're super mom and all the commercials, everything you see mom's getting everything done. And I mean, maybe that's where I get it from too. It's just, I have this internal monologue all the time where I think, how am I ever going to get it done? Cause it's not just the physical workload of like, you know, it, honestly, it's not the physical workload at all of like, housework or cooking or whatever. A lot of the time for me, I think it's this mental workload. It's just like, okay, the, the mental checklist of did every did I get show and tell today? You know, did I remember to pack extra you know, pull-ups for daycare? What did I forget today? Okay. Did this bill get paid? What's going to happen with just th- what activity do I have to sign them up for next? Just all these things. It's just a, like a mental workload. And then I get home, I'm so exhausted. And then it's like, gosh, I want to just sit on the couch. And yet when I do that, I feel guilty that I haven't seen them all day. And now I'm just like, man, I just need a break. And yet I miss them. It's such a catch 22. It's such a hard place to be in mentally and emotionally for sure. So I feel this mom, the mom guilt is real. So real. Well, thankfully, as far as the cleaning up part, mom does a great job. Yes. That is a huge help. Yes. We are so blessed. Yes. That is for sure. Um, But I mean, yeah, it is a catch 22 because you want to like definitely relax and, but and get away, but then you do miss them. I know. Mm-hmm. They're the ultimate oxymorons. It's so it's so difficult. And it's I feel like it's I mean, women are women make up like six sixty percent of the workforce. Mm-hmm. Or like more rather, sixty percent of I think that's the number now. Sixty percent of women are working and it's growing. So people are not staying home as much. It may be higher than that. I mean, that's fine. I think it's a lot of it is just in your head. I mean you know what I mean? Like it's real. It, it's 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 real to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's real to this lady right here. It is real, but it's not. 
it's one of those things where like somebody who's lost a ton of weight still looks in the mirror and sees a fat person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they do, they, they don't dismiss them. They do see that. And yeah. they, you know, they feel that and it's very real to them, but it's not necessarily what everyone else sees. If that makes and I sense. think that's like sort of my crusade, right? Mm-hmm. To normalize that. Like, this is hard. It is hard to be a working mom. It is hard to work outside the home. It's hard to be a mom, period. Um, and I think for so long, I think the pressures were different. Right. Uh, but then I think for so long, like it wasn't really talked about. And so I think that's been the whole point behind my blog is to be the crusader for like, this is normal. I don't have it together. I'm trying, but it, <laughs> it may look that way. But I know, but it comes off as you're trying to defend something that you might nece- not necessarily be in attack. If that makes any sense, like I hear you, but who's attacking you? No, and I think you're right. I mean, I think it's just this internal pressure. But where does that come from? Does that make sense? Like I feel. I mean people deal with this all the time. Men deal with this in the sense of if they can't accomplish something or they can't fix something or they can't, you know, is these pressures like, you're not a man's man. You can't do that. You know, kind of stuff. And it's like, but you just gotta be comfortable with yourself and knowing you're doing the best job you absolutely can. Mm-hmm. And if you can say that, like you're doing your best, like, and then they, our kids are great. I mean, they're fine. You're, you're a great wife. I think, I mean, this mom is trying hard and working hard. I mean, there's a lot of single moms out there that get a, that get oh, the job done. Praise to the single moms. I mean, I know it's dads that do most of the work, you know, in their own way. Um, they get it done. And it's just, you kind of just know you're doing the best you can and forget everyone else. There's no, if, if I mean, I don't know what kind of crusade you're fighting if you're not being attacked. If that makes no, sense. No, it's not a crusade to defend what I'm doing. It's a crusade to normalize that, like, it's okay to feel like you don't have it all together. But I feel like society is going, is, not society, I think people get that. Like, but, you know, look at, you. what it was it, um, you sent me that podcast about happiness. Mm-hmm. And the, the one thing was, it's like, no, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't that podcast. Another podcast I listened to um, with Allie. Uh, but it was talking about how once you get out of college, you know, be okay living with a roommate for $400 rent and not going for the place with a thousand rent, a dollars a month rent because you see other 20 somethings on Instagram and their posh apartments. You know, we project this image on social media that is so far from what we actually are. So when you get some realness as you're trying to do in your blog posts and how we try to do in this podcast and different things, I think it's sometimes taken aback. I think, it used to be a that used to be a southern thing where we just keep everything very private. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is great, honey. You know, I mean, the, we're the band playing on the Titanic. You know, as it's going down. Whereas the Northeast, it was always very out there. But with social media now, even in the West Coast and everything, everybody project this cool, fun image. But they're drowning. A lot of people are drowning. Suicide rates are going up. I mean, it's 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 fake. Yeah. Not fake news. It's just a fakeness, and you, and then, but people can't see through that, so they try to they try to live up to some image. And what that that podcast did say that Freakonomics is like in the happiest areas and the happiest communities, people are committing suicide at a higher rate than poor communities because they're seeing all these people project happiness and then wondering why they're not happy. Sure. I thought that was very profound. Um, 
And it's like, if you could see what those people were really going through, if they would, if people would just allow themselves to be, to show them their true selves and share their problems like you share and we share. I say that is my crusade that yeah. like this feeling guilty for not spending as much time as maybe I should with mm-hmm. the kids. Uh, I, at this point, I am like, there are times I feel guilty, but I think over time, and the longer I am a mom, the less guilty I feel. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know if you, if, but what's your measuring stick? Is it the children or is it just you? Like, I mean, what do you, you need to see something specific out of them to like say, okay, I've done a good job. Well, this is the long game, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, I know that. We're not going to know what's if we've done a good job or not for another 18 to 20, a, to 20 I, I years. Am, <laughs> I'm an extremely lazy procrastinator, so this works great for me. <laughs> You're just going to phone it off. I mean, I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm not phoning it I'm just hustle saying. at the end to I'll, try to make it no, up. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I'll be there, but I, I'm not eager to see results. Like, yeah, I'll see them tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's there's nothing you can do. And I was talking to uh, Mr. Herbert today. And I was saying that I've learned, um, not learned, I think I have have a better understanding of what the Bible means when it talks about free will ever since, and God being the Father, ever since having children. Because it's like, you can do every, I mean, we have the Bible, we have all these different things that like try to instruct us on the right way to go. And if you follow the Bible to the letter, you will have a very pious and great life. Like, I mean, not pious, but like a very spiritually great life. But we don't. And it's the same thing with children. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. They touch the stove or don't do that. Don't do that. And don't do it. I mean, it's just, it is the ultimate insight of what God must go through. But, you know, it's a very small, small, small percentage. Sure. You know, so I think it's just seeing them, they're going to do what they're going to do. I think for me, it's just being like, like I said before, this is hard. Mm -hmm. Being parents is difficult, you know, trying to squeeze everything in in a day is tough for anybody and the more things you have on your plate the harder it becomes yeah it's not easy i mean but what is easy and i don't think anything easy is what is it like worth it yeah i mean (laughs) it's just you know anything it's just ill-gotten gains at that point if it just comes easy to you i don't think you appreciate it as much Sure. But our kids, I mean, kids, your kids will be fine. Like, I think people struggle too much with that, with this, once again, image of whether projecting the perfect children, the perfect family, the perfect. Uh, there was a commercial uh, real quick. Um, the guy mowing his grass. I have a indoor a in-ground pool. I have this giant house and I'm up to my eyeballs in debt. Can somebody please save me? But he's got his giant smile on his face because that's what people see. Yeah. You know, they don't see the duck on the pond in the, you know, sh- flying underwater. You see yeah. the stillness and that's just a false image. And I think people get too caught up in that. Yeah. And I think you're trying to shatter the glass wall. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I know how you feel about the glass ceiling. It's no glass ceiling. It's open. It's open people. Just no, take it, no, enjoy no. it. Yeah. 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 yeah but you're trying to smash to that, that glass wall of, yeah. you know, in, of that projected image of like, just you're, you're like Morpheus in the matrix. You're trying to give everybody the red pill and like, look, this is the real world. This is not the projection that you think the matrix, you know, everybody is just going through this like big, happy face. You're like, no, no, this is actually chaos. Ultimate chaos. Chaos is going on around you and embrace it and enjoy the suck. 
So <laughs> enjoy the suck. That's a military thing. We yeah. are in it together. Yes. I think that's I think that's also just trying to find that community and the people and this we have I mean, like you said, we have great support. So we have your parents and your brother really close by. So we have awesome support where I don't spend the whole weekend cleaning my house. And I think about this mom that posted that and, you know, and feeling, I don't know. I hope she doesn't feel alone. Not after I responded to her and said, you're not alone. I feel the same thing. Yeah, but weren't you the only one that ever responded? Uh, no, I think there were some other folks. I was just the first one. Hmm. Um, there were some people that said, I can't, I can't imagine um, because they are stay-at-home moms and they they don't know what it would be like to leave their kids with someone else all day, you know. And at the same time, when I drop our kids off in the morning, I love it. I love it because I get to do something for me, even though that is work. But I also love it for them because they love it. They love going to school, right? which is nice. And as long as that continues, I don't think that makes my heart happy. I don't think anyone has it. I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. I don't think anyone has it right. I don't think there's a right way because of the simple fact. I've ran, I've ran into many stay-at-home moms that would just word vomit you to death because they're so bored, mm-hmm. you know, and then you run into moms that are hardworking moms. And if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're a hardworking mom. Do not get it twisted. I understand that. Um, I joke often when I tell people I have a five-day weekend and a two-day work week mm-hmm. um, because being a parent's work, like real work. Um, but at the same time, I just, I feel that social interaction that you miss out on as a stay-at-home parent can sometimes stifle you as well. Um, you need social interaction. Uh, but I was saying when the hardworking moms, you know, you're missing out on some things as well, you know? Yeah. So there's no, there's no perfect formula. I mean, there's miserable stay at home moms. There's miserable working moms. There's happy working moms and happy stay at home moms. So I think it's all about your purpose. This is going to be, uh, I've told this to someone who was trying to breastfeed but was not able to or decided not to. Uh, I said to them, no one is going to look at your kid when they cross the stage at high school and be like, oh, look at the formula fed kid. Yeah. And I think. But they will look at the kid that died of measles and like, why didn't you get him vaccinated? <laughs> That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> but I think the philosophy <laughs> on that is the same yeah. uh, in that. No one is going to watch your kid watch a, walk across the stage in high school and be like, well, that mom worked for the last 18 years. Yeah. Uh, that was a stay-at-home mom, the product of a stay-at-home mom. Like, no one is going to think that okay. when they watch the those kids cross that stage. I actually do have a unique perspective in this. Mm-hmm. So when I was born till I was in sixth grade, um, maybe seventh grade mom was a stay at home mom. She babysat, but she was a stay at home mom. Uh, so I got that experience. Well, once we moved out here and everything and she just decided she didn't want to babysit anymore. She was a working mom. Now, granted we were in middle, I was in middle school. Amy was in her in fifth grade, but she wasn't here. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd come home. She wasn't here. And so I got a unique perspective on both sides. And I will tell you, as much as I enjoyed having mom around growing up, it was nice to an extent having that sense of independence, like trust that you guys can feed yourself. You guys can do and Now, granted, you're not dealing with babies. Sure, I mean, that's, but, I but again, I will tell you, though, because your mom kept our kids until age two, they 
there is time put in and a relationship there that is much different from what you and I have that mm-hmm. we will never have. It's right. like it's lost time. And I think that's where this guilt can stem from. You can't make up that time. It's gone. But the time you get is quality. The time and we get it, is quality. And trust me, the days I stay home with the kids, I'm not sitting here playing 24-7. I mean, sure. you know, the whole time. You know, it's not the Wonka chocolate factory around here. There's a lot of just go in there and do your thing. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. It's not... It's not a party the entire well, it's time. It's okay for them to be bored and make yeah. their own fun too. I do believe in that. Yeah. And when you're home with them, you're, you know, when you have to stay at home because one's not feeling, you're, you're on your computer, you're working. You're, yeah, I do. You know, it's not all, what did you want to do? Let's yeah. do everything. Let's have the most fun today. Only sometimes yeah. if I'm like special off on vacation request, then I'll take them somewhere fun. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, and there's, it's just no different. It's still fine. Yeah. It's true. Like you said, you nailed it when you made the comment. They're not going to look at the kids graduating one day like that was a stay-at-home mom kid. Yeah, I agree. So Perspective. Very well said. And I think you need to let this uh, mom go. You shattered the glass wall. That's it. Onto the ceiling. Onto the ceiling. (laughs) Tackle the ceiling next. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm married a feminist. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's wrap up that topic. If you guys have thoughts about feeling guilty, please email us. You can reach us at have kids, they said podcast at gmail.com. All right, new segment this week mm-hmm. highs and lows. So, mm. this segment is basically us talking about a triumph or an epic fail, basically, a high point or a low point in our parenting adventure. So, what you got? My low is I absolutely still keep waking up. Yes, I, even though I'm not a one getting up, it affects everyone when mommy's not happy. So that, I guess that's really Milo. Mom yeah, but I'm happy. saying, but like it affects everyone. So he needs it to start does. sleeping. I'm going to, you should tell him. Yeah. And, but that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's low hanging fruit. But anyways, it's more about the high because we were, the kids were chasing me around with those little push, I don't know, zebra, whatever. Mm-hmm. Little, noise little walker. Little walker. Yeah. Chasing with Gardner and Katie Jane were chasing me around and, Katie Jane went running by and then Gardner's getting older. He's about to be four. You know, he's growing up. He's like, you know, sometimes he wants to snuggle, not as much. But Katie Jane went by and she stopped and she I scared her. I jumped out. I mean, on purpose, where we were playing, she laughed. They loved it. But uh, she gave me a big hug. Gardner saw that and he went running by me and he stopped and came back and just gave me the biggest hug. And yes, it was more like monkey see monkey do because he saw Katie Jane do it. But it was so sweet. That is sweet. And that's my little man. And it's just, you know, no matter how they get, there will always be my baby. Yeah. So and I, nice. I enjoy that stuff. All right. So I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring a high note as well. And that is when Gardner and I made banana muffins. Mm, they were delicious. They were so delicious. He loves to be in the kitchen. He loves to make eggs. He loves to cook. And both kids were the other two kids were taking a nap and it was raining and they had sat in front of the TV a good portion of the day and been cooped up. And I said, Gardner, why don't you come in here? Um, let's make something. And he said, okay. And we got the stool out and we mixed up the batter and he smashed up the bananas. He peeled them, he smashed them up and then he whisked together all the mix and we poured it in the muffin tins and we baked them and man they were delicious and he had the best time no the best was when katie jane i said katie jane do you want a muffin uh no and i said what do you want cake 
Because I just, I mean, it's the same. I mean, cake. Yeah, yeah, cake. And she just, <gasps> I'm sure. And oh, just went running to it. It's the exact same thing. We gave her a muffin, but she just, cake? Oh, it's just funny. She doesn't understand that muffin word, but she knew what cake was. She knows cake. Yeah, she knows cake. And they each had two muffins apiece. I think we had two muffins apiece. And yeah. they think there was only well, two muffins left for breakfast the next morning. <laughs> they were delicious. They really <laughs> they were. They were the best banana nut muffins I've ever had. So that's what I got. Yep. That was great. It was great. Well, that's it for this episode of Have Kids, They Said. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions that you want us to tackle, please email us at havekidsthesaidpodcast at gmail.com. Or better yet, send us a voice memo. Seriously, people, (laughs) don't keep telling me about it. Like, just share. Send reviews, something. Make this better. If you don't like our podcast, tell me why you don't like it. I'm sure it's got something to do with me because Danielle's an ultimate professional. So... (laughs) I don't mind your criticism. Just help us, help me be better. You can also leave your question or comment in our Facebook group. Have kids, they said. Absolutely. Do a search on Facebook. We love your kids. We love the pictures of we everybody. We love your pictures. And your, and your, you know, Moose had the question about sleeping. And I was really happy with the people that chimed in pretty fast. Except Ryan, of course, who suggested alcohol, which I don't think is a terrible thing. But, you know. <laughs> Maybe for children. Yeah, yeah. That's for the parents. (laughs) Well, if you like what you hear, please subscribe. We're in Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. And rate and review us. And don't forget to tell your friends. And family. And pretty much anybody. Just tell everybody. I tell everybody. (laughs) Okay, good. Yep. I'm internet famous now. That's that's, No, no, no. I'm I'm so glad. I I do thoroughly enjoy doing this with you. So So until next time, I'm Jerry Rothenbart. And I'm Danielle. We hope your parenting life continues to be fun, rewarding, and not too chaotic. And shatter that glass ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Now we have to deal with our crying baby. He's still not sleeping. Dang it. At least it's not two, I guess. (laughs) It'll be 2 a.m. soon enough.